Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This will be episode 101 of Franco's World. Today's guest, you know him, you love him. His episode probably has the highest ratings of all my episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Dan Carney. What's up, bud? Nobody loves me, um, including myself. I, I, I think that I'm, I'm well-hated and it's well-deserved, but thank you for having me, Franklin. This was a horrible decision on your part. <laughs> no, honestly, it's a great decision on my part, like marketing-wise, because I don't know if you noticed this, and I'm sure you haven't, but uh, every now and again, like I'll go back and check my YouTube videos. All my YouTube videos do poorly, but for yours, for some reason, it has like, I think like 700 views and like some guy commented, some guy commented on it and said, I'm giving you both 15 minutes. Be funny. And I was like, and I didn't comment back. I was like, sheesh. You're yeah, that a- was my mom. Oh, that was my mother. Yeah. Yeah. She seems yeah, she, like a- she's very hard on me. Yeah. Well, she only wants the best for you and I want the best for you and I want you to be happy. You say you're going through it right now, man. What's, what's going on? Here's the thing. She does not want the best for me. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. She wants the best for you. Well, yeah, that's because I treat her right. Well, you probably you probably do, you probably do. Um, <clears throat> she uh, she my mom is a very funny woman. You know, mm-hmm. she's very funny. I don't know how much confidence she has in me as like a person. Like I was in Texas during the snowstorm, and uh, we lost heat and power. And I'm texting my mom about it. And she goes, okay, well, whatever you do, don't sit in the garage in your car with the engine running and the garage door closed. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I wasn't going to commit suicide today. <laughs> that wasn't on the agenda. What a ridiculous thing to say. Like, do you have, like, that little confidence in me that you're just, like, that this guy's going to, like, accidentally, like, intentionally kill himself? Yeah. That's like if I was texting her and I was like, yeah, like, I'm hungry. She'd be like, all right, well. Whatever you do, don't bring the toaster with you into the bathtub. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I know not to do that. Oh, man. Your mom sounds like a sweetheart. She, Like I said, lovely she just lady. wants the best for you. She's a lovely lady. You know, I, um, it's very fun. You know, I, I moved back in with my parents this year because, you know, things were going well for me. Right. And I, <clears throat> it's, the funny thing about it is, like, I'll lie to people about it. Like, my, like I'll lie to my friends. I would lie to them. Oh, yeah. like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, I'm living with my parents. And they're like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's just good to reconnect. <laughs> like, I don't, I'm like, I don't give a shit. And they don't care either. Like, we had no decorations in my house growing up. But when I got back there, my mom has, like, now all this, like, live, laugh, love bullshit. <laughs> like, she's trying to turn our house into, like, an Airbnb. Like, the kids she'd rather have living there. And, like, now, like, there's a picture in my bathroom, childhood bathroom, that says, don't quit your daydream. <laughs> It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. I was like, I used to get in trouble for daydreaming. I remember one time my mom threw a phone at me. She was like, stop daydreaming. (laughs) It's true. I was sitting there. I was 11. I was playing with my eyebrow. And all of a sudden, a fucking phone hits me. I looked at her. I was like, what was that? And she goes, oh, I hate it when you do that. I I was like, what, have we been married for the last 30 years? It makes no sense. What's dad think about all this? Dad misses Iraq. Yeah. I'm sure it was nice this yeah. time of year over there. Yeah, it's beautiful. He didn't even serve. He just would go. Yeah. They, more sort of like an independent contractor type of guy. My dad loves to golf. Yeah. I love my parents. I'm actually, I'm actually very close with my family. But they're crazy. And they're, they're out of their minds. And I, I, love, I would rather them be nuts than vanilla. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Is your, um, is your dad 
but they are very they're white i don't want to you know dan your name your name is dan, your name is dan carney i think they know your parents are white you know <clears throat> someone once told me and this is one of the most honest thing that honest things that's anyone and anyone's ever told me is uh they go dan you're white but no one's gonna think you're from connecticut you know what that's pretty good you know but you are from florida that's what I'm saying. I'm from Tampa, Florida, and my parents are from Philadelphia. I am like bred to be white trash. So where, at, like, in Tampa, Florida, you have like these pink flamingo lagoon, lagoon crock pit type strip bars and stuff like that. Are those like your frequent watering holes? Like, what's your go-to bar in Tampa? So <clears throat> I'm not a big strip club guy. Uh, I did get COVID at a strip club. Yeah, but that's only because I was trying to support small businesses. Right. Uh, her name is Crystal, and she's a dancer in Tampa. Um, but no, I'm not a big, not really a big strip club guy whatsoever. I think they're a waste of money. Mm-hmm. I don't really have fun going there. Frequent spots. Um, I mean, I don't know if you would know them, but like there's some, there's some, there's some cool places by like, you. there's a lot of cool bars and like harbors, mm-hmm. you know, there's a place called Harbor Island and it's like, you know, a bunch of fucking boats and shit. Like, you know, the, the, like, the Suez Canal thing mm-hmm. when the boat was stuck there. Yeah. That's like, I have friends that that's like their wet dream is to get like stuck on a boat somewhere. I you just don't I mean? mess with the water, bro. A water's undefeated. I don't mess with the water. Yeah. Well, the water will mess with you. I will say it is fun as fuck going out there on a boat. And especially like <clears throat> there's been a couple of times where I've gone out with some friends and the water just gets super choppy. It's like Poseidon type shit. That's give fun. Me that. That's like, fun to give you. Give me that. Yeah, oh yeah. 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 That's a blast. That's a good time. I would be. I want to so know that. Sick. I want to know that there's some stakes. So, you, like, I'm screaming. I'm screaming at the sky like Lieutenant Dan and Forrest. <laughs> I watched that movie the other day, man. Yeah. That guy was a crazy person. Yeah, yeah. I'm Gary Sinise and Forrest Gump. That's me, dude. Whenever he's like making out with that, like they're making out with those like strippers or whatever, or yeah. and then and well, those, those are nice women. Those are classy women. And then he like falls out of the chair, and they just like laugh at him, and he's like, like he hates Forrest the whole time he meets him. Like he's sitting there, bump on a log at the New Year's party, and then they're making out with these hookers back at the hotel, and then all of a sudden one of them calls him stupid, and now. Lieutenant Dan, you don't call him stupid. Step out now. You don't call him stupid. <laughs> does your does your dad, being a military guy, does he like that movie? My dad is Lieutenant Dan. Who wow. do you think I was named after? And you're Forrest. I am no. I was named after Lieutenant Dan. No, but you act my, like Forrest. My name is Dan. Oh, I act like Forrest. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I. What does he think about that movie? I don't know. I've never watched that movie with him. I've, that's the movie I've seen the most times. Yeah. It's Forrest Gump. I used to my, – well, my grandma lived across the street with me – no, with me uh, – from me as a kid. And she lives across the street from my parents' house. And I would go there a lot when I was growing up. And she owned Forrest Gump on DVD. Mm-hmm. And I would just watch that shit all the time. All day. Every single time I was there, I'd throw in Forrest Gump. Wow. I've seen it. I mean, I've been to my grandma's house obviously more than twenty times, but I've seen that movie probably like thirty times. My dad absolutely loves that movie because he was a he was a, a veteran guy as well at the tail end of Vietnam. So he like likes the whole where they're talking about the controversy of going to war or not going to war, people not being welcomed back and all that stuff. I don't know if he likes it because he's like, Man, we should have like stayed over there and like just kept fighting. I don't know what his thoughts are, but he loves that movie. 
Your your parents older? Yeah, they're both in their sixties, like mid sixties. You have my parents are older energy. That makes sense, though. You know? Yeah. What do you think? How, I'm like refined. Can you can always you can always tell. Is it because I'm a refined person, or what is? Is it my interests? Are you an, you're, are you an only child too? No, I have an older sister. You have an older sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. This rounds you out as a friend. I'm learning more about you. Yeah. I'm, do you have like documents over there and you're like type, you're like a. I'm writing, I'm writing some of this down. Yeah. Um, in terms of, you know, so your dad, wait, your dad fought in Vietnam and he's only in his 60s? Tail end. He, he like, he showed up to Korea during Vietnam and then like, they're like, hey, it's over. <laughs> it's like that. My, my dad, uh, my dad fought in the Iraq War. He's a hero. You should salute him. I was in Boy Scouts. I guess this is the Boy Scouts salute. Well, people, never mind. We're not doing video. I sound. I look stupid. All right, never mind. My dad. My dad was a cab driver for the Iraqi army, the Iraqi military. Wow. Shakran. Yeah. Shakran to your father. Thank you for your yes. service. Yeah. He 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 fought hard. He drove Bin Laden to the cave that he hid out of. <laughs> That was what my dad, my dad's contribution. The thing he about, never gave him up either. Never gave him up. I like that. Your dad's not a snitch. The thing about growing up in like West Virginia during the Iraq war time, they would, this t absolutely terrified me. I was like, it kept me up at night. Cause you know, like you see this terrorist attack. You're like, Oh my God, this is terrifying. You know, the no whole one's bomb in West Virginia. That's the best possible thing that could happen to that. Oh, it was great hiding out in the woods, but according to West Virginians, because we live like near like power plants and like all these companies that like just poison our water supply that think like we think they're important. Like they, we, well, we always have it in our mind. Like, Oh, you know, we're on that list. We're like fifth or sixth on that list that like, there was a rumor going around that during like the cold war, someone stole plans that the Russians had. And like Parkersburg, West Virginia was like sixth on the bombing list. Like they just set it up like that. So going through like the Iraq war, people always had like this fear that West Virginia is going to get attacked. You know, the, uh, Al Qaeda is going to take time out of their day to just mow us over real quick. And so what people did for propaganda in West Virginia was they put wanted signs for Osama bin Laden in everyone's mailbox. And it said, wanted dead or alive, Osama bin Laden, like terrorist and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The thing is, is everyone in West Virginia looks like a white bin Laden. And, especially, <laughs> and, they, and they work in those coal mines. You come out, you don't know. <laughs> Dude, they do look like that. Oh my god. It's so funny. It's like all those people are like, wait, we get the terrorists. I'm like, you look like you them. look like the terrorists. You've adopted their look. Dude. Oh my gosh. I just finished the show, The uh, The Americans, speaking of the Cold War. You ever seen that show? No, I wanted to. I want to get into it because I love that whole intrigue about like what could have happened. Like I love to watch alternate history and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, well, it's it's not so much alternate history. It's these these this couple that they're like KGB spies and they live in America. They're deep undercover and like their marriage is arranged. You know, they have kids together. They have like a fake business and they have, uh, mm -hmm. they live across the street from an FBI agent and they kill people together. And I think that that's beautiful. And I, I, I want a relationship like that. My be best case relationship for me is uh, like an arranged marriage situation where we are forced to, to, you know, spy on our neighbors okay. and conduct missions and take hits out on people. So are you so that's the only way I'll ever have a successful relationship. And I can see that working out for you, you know, but do you want it to be like a Mr. And Mrs. Smith type of relationship? You know, you know what I'm talking about? 
I'm trying to think of the Mr. and Mrs. Carney version of that. Uh, a lot I mean, of Jameson. Lot, There'd be a lot of Jameson. A lot of Jameson. Uh, it'd be a lot of argue, it'd be a lot of arguing. A lot sure. of yelling. Yeah. It'd be like if she she'd see me in the field like unexpectedly, like they do at Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Mm-hmm. But like my hip has like popped out of place, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I gotta like take five. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, I'm like, uh, you, you. I, I forgot to use my hip. Honestly, I, I think these like I want an arranged marriage at this point. I do want an arranged marriage at this point because I'll take that because I really feel like the success rate of those are like pretty high. I feel like you're are, like these, these kids, they have arranged marriages when they're younger, but they're arranged by their parents who are significantly smarter than them, more intelligent than them. They know what's best for the kids. This guy's going to do this. Here's his family background. You know, his, his family has no disease. There's no cancer in his family. So they're really just, well, here, here's why arranged marriages work is because it feels like a job. Right, it feels like something you actually have to work out. I feel like if you marry like someone you know, like your decision, it's like, well, I know this person, so I could just go fuck them. You right. Know what I mean, like they can go fuck themselves. Like I don't, I, I, they feel more comfortable being like, all right, I know you, and you didn't do this for me, and blah, where it's not working out. But like an arranged marriage, it's like this is a job. You got to make it work. There's some pressure there. You don't know each other. You, I like it. And then when you maybe. die, it's like we're your retirement party. It's great. Just clock out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're just trying to get to the end of the death. Yeah, that's great. Dude, the thing about like all these like marriages and relationships, how many marriages do you think are just like started because people are young and they're like, hey, we have great sex and we're both hot. Like, let's just get married. And then like they just end up in this soul sucking marriage. I think that's like all of all of that's all of marriage or a, 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 or a lot of a lot of marriages i don't know like that's like a relationship like out of lust i guess mm-hmm. i don't know like i'm, I'm a comic so like i have like m- massive intimacy issues where like i i don't even i don't love myself right. so like i am i gonna like you know appreciate like another person like i there's a reason i go and do stand-up every night it's because it's and it's not because i'm 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 happy and and I'm okay with going to brunch on like a Saturday. If I go to brunch on like a Saturday, which is a lot of fucking fun, I love it. But if it's with someone that like I really don't know, or like I'm going on a hinge date, I'm like super anxious. And I'm like, what am I doing here? Right. This person, you know, like, are they going to understand comedy or this? Which I don't even understand comedy. Comedy sucks. Who wants to understand comedy? And no one. Like, first of all, in that they also don't care. And if they, they like comedy, care. that's the biggest turnoff. If they're if they're if I'm going out with someone, they're like, yeah, I love comedy. I'm like, we can never see each other ever again. Yeah. Like we just never can. Like, I think that's like a, like every time like I'm on Hinge and they're like I'm love comedy and it's like all the girls who like me on Hinge are like I love John Mulaney. Oh and yeah. They're like I'll get messages. They're like you kind of have like ginger John Mulaney vibes. I'm like I do not at all. Like I look I look I look nothing like him. I'm like we're just white. Yeah. We're just white. I'm like that's it. That's literally it. But that's what they want. They're like I love John. I went I went out with a girl who had a John Mulaney poster. In her apartment, That's and I saw that. I was like, I was like, we could, we have to stop seeing each other right now. It could be any. By the way, it's not just John Mulaney. It could be any comedian. Yeah. But like, that's just too much. I want someone who's like, I don't even think. What is she's like? She's like, I love Dice. Funny. I'm a big Andrew Dice Clay fan. I don't want any. I don't want any. If they know who Andrew Dice is, I'm moving to a different state. <laughs> Do you understand? That's the most ridiculous. I'd rather them be like, I'm not a big fan of stand up. Yours is whatever. Let's just eat bagels and fuck. I don't know. Like that's a better arrangement to me, dude. You know, like I've I've been I've dated girls that like they've seen me do stand up and they're like whatever about it. Yeah, you know they're just clearly just being supportive of me and I'm like that's what I want. 
I don't want you to be like now I've never dated someone who's like you know your tag on the the end of the show it's like I don't want them to start bringing up this is what John Mulaney like no fuck that I don't want to I don't want that it's disgusting I went out with this Mormon girl accidentally <laughs> and I'd rather have that I'd rather find out you're Mormon during the date than find out you like comedy did you guys soak at the end of the night did we soak yeah what is soaking I've heard of this you don't know soaking oh my god this is so great. I get to reveal this information to you. So soaking is, is whenever, you know, there's insertion, but there's no thrusting. Okay. And so, you, oh, I have heard of soaking. And, but yeah. if you got a Mormons, homie, they soak. I would do this for you. Here's how good of a friend I am to you. You get a homie that hides underneath the bed and just starts kicking it with his feet to create the motion for you. <laughs> I would do that for you. Oh my! This is a real thing. This is a real thing, man. I think it's called the. Oh my gosh! What are the? They had a name for it. It had really good alliteration. I don't remember it. I don't. I wish I remembered. I'm sorry. Is there like soaking porn? Can I look this up later? Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, I don't know. There's porn for everything. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, Also, Mormons will like so Provo. uh, You know, out there in Utah and everything. Not terribly far. I've been there. Not terribly far from Vegas. So what they do is, you know, to a couple college kids, you know, they're horned up. They're like, hey, what do we do? Drive to Vegas, elope, hook up, get it annulled, and then go back to Utah. That's wow. what, They have to go through that whole process just for mediocre. That's gangsters fuck, though. The Mormons who do that, I have more respect for any other religion. You get married, fuck, divorced, all in one trip. Yeah. Damn, dude. They're legit, bro. Yeah, if you if you find a woman to do that with you, honestly, you might as well just marry her. Yeah, that's honestly a good. You know point. what I mean? Just marry her. It's like because like that's like that's a that's a down. You could do what the, you could do what the Christians do. You could do what the Christians do, and I know what the Christians do because my father is a pastor. I'm very, I grew up in the church. So what the Christians okay. do is they get married at twenty. Just because they want to have sex, like they get married to the first person to see on college campus or the first person that actually looks at them and they get married just so they can have sex. And then they just end up having a terrible marriage and never getting divorced because, you know, God wouldn't like that and all that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, Christians, they just fuck anyway and feel guilty about it. Mm -hmm. Christianity. I mean, I grew up Catholic. Catholicism is it's it's almost like rude. It's almost like mean. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? It's just such like a guilt-based religion. Right. Everything you do is, how dare you? I grew up so much guilt. I have so much guilt. Like that's probably why I'm 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 I'm, I'm like I'm and I'm Irish Catholic, so everything double is guilt. guilt. Yeah, double guilt. My mom. So you don't love us. You don't do that. You don't know how dare you. You. I, then I come back. The, the she comes home like the. Our house is a little bit dirty. I'm like eight. She's like, you, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you don't have it. You don't, you would do this to spite me. And then cracks up in the wine. Cracks up in the wine. My parents were never really big drinkers. Yeah. Alcohol, um, I do have alcohol family is the devil. Members. Alcohol is the devil in my house growing up. I do have family members. I mean, I'm Irish Catholic. So like I have family members 
that'll just they open that bottle of wine and they they get in that chair. Yeah, and you know you know what chair I'm talking about. I know about. it, and it's probably like it probably has like a, it's not a leather chair. They don't have it's not a leather chair. No, no, no. It's like a floral pattern, not a, even a floral pattern, but it looks like something. It's like, a, like it would be in almost, a, like a living room in like the 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 70s. Almost plaid, almost plaid. And, yeah, and like a, like an obnoxious pattern that really doesn't match anything else in the house. Absolutely. And, and, and that's that's that same chair she's getting up in the next morning. And she and she's you know probably I mean? gonna that, die in that chair. And and when what they do is they they wear their turtlenecks, uh, their Green Bay Packers turtlenecks or whatever, and they kick their feet up and they watch a football game on Sunday, and that's their life. Well, I mean, yes, yes. Well, I'm trying to. The women in my family do it. They sit. They just wear blankets. Oh, blankets. Just, just, just they just blanket up, and then that box that box of wine comes out. And then you know and what? It's, and it's it's not going back until it's finished. The crock pot is full in the kitchen, by the way, of just some disgusting soup that you're going to eat for three days. Yeah, but but I mean, we I, I grew up in a in like a really small town. I grew up actually like on the streets. I didn't have a pair. Of, people don't know this. I didn't have a pair of shoes till I was nine years old. Dang. Yeah. So like we we had like we'd eat bone broth throughout the week. Um, there were, there was one one night. Where I, I I hadn't eaten all day and I just went outside and I, I I nibbled on some grass. Yeah, like legit, I was out there grazing, like a like a cow. Yeah, and no shoes, no socks. You're like a feral um, child. You're just a child from the yeah, wild. Yeah, I was like kind of like a feral child, and uh, I had like this this brown this big brown woolen uh, jacket like hoodie type thing, and I didn't have I, but I didn't have any pants. So I just I would walk around wearing that with no socks or shoes mm -hmm. and sometimes just go into the backyard and just and just picking up dirt and throwing it in my mouth. Yeah. Well, dirt's full of electrolytes. So that's probably how you got so uh, physically fit. This is one of the towns in the country with the lowest electrolyte count in their dirt. Wow. So I was constant I was constantly dehydrated and the dirt just made me more thirsty. This so is something, me of, you know, of, of these are the stories, these are the stories that never, that never make it to air. And you know why? It's because, because you're white. They don't care. They don't care because you're a white guy. Well, I didn't even, I didn't even know I was white until I was 14. How'd you find Cause out? Because, well, because we couldn't, we didn't own mirrors. Right. We couldn't afford a mirror. How'd you find out though? And I'll, I will. I didn't know how to read until I was 17. So once I once I started learning how to read, I was like, okay, I think I might be white. <laughs> you know? Cuz I didn't I didn't know what white was. And then I was able someone was like, this is what a white guy looks like and I looked at him and like there was a little description underneath that said this white guy. I and thought I was like, oh, this guy looks like me. I thought the origin story was that you read Harry Potter and you're like, hey, white people like this book and I like this book. I think I might be a white guy. No, I didn't learn how to read until I was 27. Okay. And I didn't hear about Harry Potter until last year. And I'm, and I'm 25 now. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the future scenario. Dude, the crazy thing, I want to go back to the relationship talk just because you're, you're so full of wisdom. I don't know why it's, it's a worry to me because I'll never be in a loving relationship. But, like, if I were in a relationship with somebody and they – like happen to cheat on me, I probably would never recover from that mentally. And so I put it out there in the universe that, hey, this girl has a boyfriend and she's texting me late night. I'm not going to flirt. I'm just going to keep it very friendly, very casual, and then leave the conversation. And so I'm hoping that the universe will be kind to me in the future. This was very philosophical. 
I think you, I think you should have parked it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you did the right thing, man. Thank you. I think you did the right thing. And a lot of people, a lot of people would have tried, would have tried to, um, would have persisted. I've never, I've never, I've never cheated on anyone before. But have you right? been the cheat? Cheated. Have you been the cheaty? Have, have I been the cheaty? I don't, I don't think so. If like I, never, if I never have gotten, been, you've never gotten with a girl with a boyfriend. I've never gotten with a girl with a boyfriend. There was one. Actually, that's not true. Yeah. Well, it is true, but I there was so there's this one. It's when I first got to college. I still think about this girl. I'm like, damn, we could have been some. Mm-hmm. You know. You ever think about someone like a like a girl, and you're looking back, you're like, damn, like, what if, what what if things just worked out and we were still dating? I think you about know, cause that. Because this girl, she's posting on like Instagram all the time. She's like in like Mexico. She's she's like from the Bahamas. Oh wow! So she just like I could have been in the Bahamas, dude, for for COVID. I could have been in the Bahamas. Yeah, instead just of losing my hair there. Yeah, instead of you know, Austin, Texas, where I live now, and I got to wear a cowboy hat to cover up my 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 receding hairline. Hey, cowboy hat! Cowboy hat's not a bad look. I wore a little bit of Western influence clothing yesterday. Looked like the concrete cowboy out here in New York. But man. you could pull. Nice, the concrete cowboy. I like that. And like, but uh, <clears throat> but you could pull it off. I guess me. I'm like me. I'm like you. See that you like the sums up. No way, bro. I think you could pull it off because like you're more fair skin than I am. I, I think when people think cowboys, they think white guys. I don't think they think people like me. I think um, what was I? What was I saying? We're talking about cowboys. Oh yes, cowboy cowboys. But before this, have I ever been the cheaty? There's one time where it was in college, and like there's this there's this girl. That um, <clears throat> I was I was kind of talking to like I I met her out right. It was me and some friends. We went out and we went to like some pregame or something, some party, and we met up with with these girls. And one of the girls there, I was like really clicking and getting along with. And apparently, so was one of my other friends, right? Right. So like, we're kind of talking about it, whatever. I'm like, it was so early in the night. I was like, you know what? You go for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But we're still like, me and this girl still getting along. Mm-hmm. But I think like he went home with her that night, right? And they started seeing each other a little bit, I think. I think it became like a little bit of a thing. Not exclusive. Yeah. Right? Casual. And then like I kind of lost touch with this guy a little bit. like, and, and the girl a little bit too. I didn't really see him for a while. But I would see the guy every now and then. And we'd, you know, we'd dab each other up, kick it, talk for a little bit. And then there was – and I we were like – you we were – it was one of my first friends I made in college, right? Okay. Like, you know what I mean? It's like the very first people you meet and kind of start hanging out. With. I'm still friends with some of those people. Pretty good relationship. So am I. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So they're, they're like power. I think I still have them on social media or something. But um, but I, but I some other people I'm very good friends with that I that would like met early on. But this guy, anyway, <clears throat> you start seeing this girl. I see this girl out at a bar like a, like a couple months later, right? She's bearing being very flirty whatever like you know i don't really know the situation if she's still with him or not but like at the moment but then she mentioned something like how she saw this guy at the bar and wanted to avoid him and i was like okay maybe there's still some going on whatever and uh, but i i went home with her that night regardless and then she was like, oh, I feel bad. And I was like, what, what's up? She was like, I still kind of think with this guy a little bit. 
And I'm like, oh, I didn't even really, I didn't really knew, but I kind of knew, you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I, I didn't know, but I wasn't being like too much like, is this an exclusive thing? Yeah. Is this, are you guys still dating? Like, I, I, cause I was just like, oh, maybe this is done, but I felt horrible about it. The only you know? cheating scenario that I know for a fact that I was involved in, um, happened in college. This guy, this guy and I talked about it. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, we talked about it because he, he hit me up about it. He wasn't like, dude, what the fuck? Fuck you or anything. He was like, hey, I heard about it. Just want to let you know. I'm not mad. I'm more disappointed in her. Um, he was like, you didn't really know. And I was like, damn, I feel so much worse than if. Because like, he's a nice guy said. about it. Yeah. He was like the nicest guy. We were still friends afterwards. <sighs> yeah. I mean, they were never dating like boyfriend girlfriend, but yeah, they but it was a thing where I think he maybe really liked her. I don't. It was. I, I felt horrible about it. That's the closest I've ever come to like being in that scenario, right? And I don't think I will ever do that since. I had you I had a mean? scenario in college. So I was at this bar called the Back Door. It was not a gay bar for those asking. It was at a bar called the Back Door, and this girl. Uh, she looked vaguely familiar. I, I guess I looked familiar to her. And she came over to me and she said, did we go to church camp together as kids? And I said, I have no idea. I was eight years old. And then um, then that progressed into, okay, we do know each other. Then that progressed and we have mutual friends. Then that pro- uh, progressed into, hey, can I try on your glasses? And I said, no, I need these to see because girls always ask to try on my glasses. That's not like a yeah. – that's not like a The glasses g- is probably a great way to – to you know, a great conversation starter. Yeah, I it, that's always like a flirty thing girls do, and like that's not yeah. like that's not fun. Like, hey, can I try you on like your, <laughs> your glasses? I don't know. Can I wear you like your it. hearing aids? Like it doesn't like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right, and then uh, that progresses into like, hey, let me buy you a couple drinks. Let's let's dance, and then that we're making out on the dance floor of a college bar, classic stuff, you know. She gives me her number, all this and that. I go home and I look her up on Instagram. All of her pictures are with a guy. And I'm like, you you got to be – Joey Rinaldi is actually laughing in a different room after hearing that story. But uh, I'll like – it just made yeah, me I don't, feel – I don't know who that is. Yeah, it's true. He's a scumbag. Never mind. Let's forget about him. I've, but, never, I've never heard of that guy before in my life. Joey's actually blasting the TV right now. Oh, my God. What an, what an inconsiderate person. This story was I great. I hate this guy. This I don't story. know who he is, but I hate him. But uh, it, But it made me feel like – like, honestly, like, I felt bad because it was a, a different guy. But, like, like in your case, I had no idea. There was no inclination. She never said anything all night about it. Yeah. You can't, you can't trust these women, dude. Dude, I would be so heartbroken if my girlfriend made out with a guy on the dance Oh, floor. my God. I would, you know what? Actually, I'm trying to think. Have I? <clears throat> oh, yeah. When I was in high school, I was dating this girl. And we went to uh, different new year's eve parties oh no and she like made out with some other guys plural yeah like two guys dude i like you said dude i I was i was heartbroken dude i i got a big heart i think you do too you have a tough exterior shell damn but i think you got i'm a a pisces man i don't know what that means i don't know what sensitive boy okay i'm an aries what's that mean I have no idea. All I know is that I'm Pisces and I'm sensitive. Yeah, we got. I know. I know half that's true. But uh, the <laughs> the uh, the thing about going back and thinking about where you'd be with your relationships and stuff like that, 
Like I had one and I think about it now because we're in very different places in life. And I'm like, what if I wanted to live in suburban Pennsylvania and pop out a couple kids and just like, you know, be a regular person that maybe liked his life? What if that was my life? You know, I think about that all the time, not all the time, but sometimes like. Because, you know, we're at the age where our, our friends and people who grew up are starting to do that. Like this woman who I dated in high school who uh, was, you know, very kind to me and, you know, making out with people I knew at another uh, New Year's Eve party. Right. Um, really, really good, good person. She's now married to someone I was friends with in high school. Okay. They're married. Okay. They'll probably have kids soon. She'll probably cheat on him. She's probably already cheating on him. But like, yeah. I see shit like that. I'm like, oh, okay. Like all my friends in high school, they're all marrying each other. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. They're all marrying. And that's what happens. You know, that that's just, that's just how it goes, but they're all marrying each other. They've all dated each other. They're all marrying each other. Right. It's like, it's like, that's just the, the town that I'm from. It's the same. same I think, same I think you really, you really gotta be into the other person. Dude. I could not, I could not see myself getting married for a while, but just in terms of like thinking of like where you'd be now yeah with the relationship it's 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 tough i mean like i couldn't imagine i mean i dated that girl then i've also dated a bunch of other girls not a bunch but like nice other people like you know since her and i'm like i forget about her but it's like some people just bit married to the first person they date Mm -hmm. you know the, and it's it's scary, you know. People relationships are fire. People are scared, and and I understand that. But uh, like, dude. I gotta say this when I when I <clears throat> when she I did find out this girl uh, that I was seeing like it was making out with other guys at like a party. I was like the most. I like I like think about that time. You know what's funny is at the moment it really hurt, but I fantasize about the time right after that where I just was got to be disheveled, mm-hmm. depressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my first, like that first little heartbreak. Yeah. There's something kind of like nostalgic about it. And I'm like, I remember I'd just be driving around. I would show up to like friends' houses. I'm wearing like a zip up. Yeah. You're listening like to no some really under, sad like music. No shirt underneath. Really sad music you in know, the car. Really sad music. Just hair, you know, fucked up just <laughs> just looking looking like i'm going on like a bender like if i was any older like i'd be like on a bender right you know what i mean like i just like had like getting di- like divorced dad energy oh big time you have nice you know, but i'm like, energy. Sure. i can see that i know i'm i'm already a divorced dad. you like, and hunter biden this- you have very hunter biden energy well i don't i don't know how to 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 accept that That's- have i ever done crack have i ever smoked crack I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, you know, he's on um, like I, that. He's have. on that like victory tour now with the book and everything. You'll be all right. No, he'll 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 be he'll be he'll be he'll be great. <laughs> um, but divorce dad energy, I definitely have it. I definitely have it because I'm moving into this apartment, <clears throat> this one bedroom apartment, and I have no idea like what fucking furniture to get. Yeah. You know, like I bought a rug first. Mm-hmm. Actually, I bought weed first, but then I bought a rug. Yeah. And then it took me like a week to get a couch because you can only wake up so many days and be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to eat cereal standing up today. 
you know, so I'm just eating cereal standing up and in a one bedroom apartment that has no furniture, no decorations. Dear God. I feel like every like 25 year old single guy moving into an apartment for the first time should be teamed up with a 55 year old man whose wife just left him <laughs> because like we need to be able to help each other out like an amazing race. But it's just us <laughs> and Ikea being like, what do we need? <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. Oh, moving's crazy, man. I was about willing to move to a third-rate city in Pennsylvania for for abroad. What's up with me? You know? I don't know, man. You should you should what city in Pennsylvania? Uh, Allentown. I lived there, uh, but I was thinking about moving back. I uh I just moved in this apartment and I hate it. <clears throat> I hate where I live. I think I'm going to move to another apartment. I like think- I've lived here for like a month and I'm literally after I get off this with you, I'm going to go to the leasing office and I'm going to say, I want out. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I hate it. Pound I your fist on the table. Give me the security deposit back, which I'm sure you've already lost by some random accident with the ceiling fan. Oh, I'll, 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 I'll lose the security. I'm going to try to get it, the, get the apartment sublet. Ooh. Like, yeah, yeah. Now, now you're talking I can't, business. I can't break the lease. I can't break the lease a month in. Yeah, that's true. You know, I've already started paying rent, but I, I, I do truly hate it here. Does that mess with your credit? I don't know how credit works. It's all fake to me. But, like, does that mess with your credit? Like, if you It shouldn't. Break no. I mean, credit, I've, I've paid everything on time. Like, when you – credit, you know, you, you build your credit by having charges on your card and paying it on time. Right. Or early. Right. You know, it's easy to fuck up your credit. That's the – fucked up part about it right it's like if you miss your credit can drop much easier than it can go up aren't your credit scores but i have amazing credit scores credit. themselves only like i don't know like 50 years old or something like that isn't it all just a complete like sham now that that i can't speak on let me look it up that you're 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 asking for too much well i'm also like an idiot credit scores the concept of credit scores started in 1989 oh so reaganomics People are just like, yeah, whatever, print more money. It doesn't matter. It's all fake. Yep. yep. Yeah. Do you have good credit? What's your credit like? I don't know a number, but I know it's not bad. I know it's not my bad. Credit, my, What's that? My credit's, my credit's fucking impeccable. I can see that. I can see that happening. Dude, yeah, I, tell you, I tell you who has great credit are the people that you and I went to high school with that got married immediately because they were the first person that they fell in love with. And they got married and, and now they live their, their happy little lives, bro. That's the, I hate to keep like reverting back to that, but I do have one more thought on it. You know, like the term soulmates. Yes. Total, total lie, right? It's for people who meet in Seoul, Korea. Ah, okay. Well, never mind yeah. then. I can ask my dad about that. He'll probably know more about that. That's true. He's been to Korea. Uh, um, the, like the term soulmates, it's like you see people that like, Oh yeah, we're soulmates, and it's like you grew up ten minutes down the road from each other, and you went to school together. Like, what do you mean? Like, there's seven billion people on Earth, and like that's the one person that you happen to grow up in the same city as. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm 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 trying to get. You ever <clears throat> you ever hear that that there's that Mac Miller line where it's I'm just trying to grow up old and rich, maybe get married to a local bitch. I, you know, I, I don't call women bitches. This is just this is this a is just me, this is a quote. This is just me is a reciting quote. A, a quote. That's that's the life right there. <clears throat> that's the life, you know. Because because I'm, I'm a Tampa Tampa girls. I'm from Tampa, you know. Tampa girls, 
They could be. They could. They got. They got a wild side to them. Oh yeah. You no. Know, no doubt. Oh yeah. No doubt. They get. They go a little crazy. But I need that. I need. That. I need a little bit of flavor. I don't you know? think the local girls in West Virginia in like me. I'm not their type. What are they in, like, the big, burly, like, te- like Osama Bin Laden-looking no, types? and it's not even that. It's not, you'd think, like, they love, like, I don't know if you're into country music at all and stuff like that. Like, they're not really into, like, the Luke Combs type of guys. But, um, you know, they, they'll even, like, get, like, the skinny guys like me. But as long as they got, like, that, that hat and they pack a big chaw and they wear, like, big camo boots. And the, and the creme de la creme of growing up in my hometown and the sign of the, the status symbol of when you make it, is when you have a, a little pontoon boat and you can go out on the Ohio River. And that's like, oh, wow, they're like the fanciest people in the city. The Ohio River in West Virginia? Yeah, that's like that's like the I mean, big I, status symbol. I mean, that's where they like hold like white trash seances. Yeah, yeah. That's like where people try to like bring back a trailer park. <laughs> there's actually a lost, like there's actually a lost city. There's a lost city. Um you know, it's like a white trash utopia, and it was. It's like it's a, like your it's like your Atlantis. It's it's our Atlantis, and it's underneath our city in Parkersburg, West Virginia. It's in the uh, right where the Little Kanawha and the Ohio River meet. That's that's right where it is. West Virginia's Atlantis is just like a place called like Fuddruckers uh, River River Riverview Estates, <laughs> and it's like a trailer park that's like sunk to the bottom you're being of, too of the kind Ohio with the River. estates thing you're being too kind with the estates. well the, it's always some ridiculous name called like the riverview estates and it's a trailer park there's the, i could go through neighborhoods there's, doesn't west virginia have the second largest trailer park in uh in the united states i mean d- i mean that's just that seems factual to me yeah so so that i gotta think where that is okay so that is that's not too far from me actually the second you said the in the world or in the yeah, in, in the United States. In the United States. Yeah, I'm sure. In that, the U.S. of A. Yeah, that's right. Because those like favelas in Brazil are massive trailer parks. Those are probably the biggest in the world. But the ones, okay, so you're talking about Riverview. Dude, if I lived in a trailer park, I would just tell people I live in a favela because people in the United States are so dumb. They'd be like, all right, good for him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the term favela, favela guy. You, they oh they think that's like a new like microwavable cheese, like Velveeta. Oh, favela. Favela. Ooh. You live in a favela. Favela. Is, that's crazy. You must do well. There's a place called like Highview Terrace. There's a place called uh, like Wildwood. There's like all these little. There's there is an estate. There's a place called Bickle Estates, and so I told you. Yeah, but those actually those homes are actually decent and all that. It's so crazy. You always hear stories about like seventies and and people living in like steel towns and working. And I'm going to the mill. I'm going to here. And like in my home, that's my family's background. Oh wow, you know, I, steel, steel, hardworking Irish people. That makes sense. Yeah. And then for me, uh, in my hometown, it's I'm working down at the plant because we have this Dupont plant at at our hometown and Dupont, Dupont, Dupont plant down at our hometown, and everybody works. Maybe I, maybe I'll watch Foxcatcher. To- Ah, John see, Dupont. See that movie? John Dupont. Yeah, yeah. that's a good ass movie. Well, there's you. Sh- I tell you what, you should watch on Netflix is I don't know if we talked about this the last time you were on, but there's a documentary about my hometown called The Devil We Know on Netflix, where Dupont had actually been poisoning our water supply for decades with chemicals, and uh, then there's a movie about it with Mark Ruffalo and Anne Hathaway. I don't remember the name of it, but it's probably out there and it's okay, you know, probably Oscar bait. But yeah. They were poisoning our water supply for decades, and I got this hush money wow. from the government, and I bought a PlayStation with it. You got hush money from the government? Yeah. Are you serious? Dead serious, yeah. How much? Uh, like three, four hundred bucks. Dude, 
if I got 300, 400 bucks right now, the first thing I'd buy would be like an Xbox or PlayStation. See? And I was in elementary school when it happened. I bought a PlayStation and I bought like a WWE video game. I played it for two weeks, never played it again. No matter how old I am, I could be 75 years old. If you gave me three to four, three to four hundred dollars, I would I would buy a gaming system with it. I need and whatever whatever the current two K is. I need the new uh, Xbox. I can't find it anywhere. I mean, you can't find it anywhere. What do you can't find it online? Yeah, I can't find it anywhere, bro. I'm looking like really. Yeah, it's that hard to find. Yeah, Jesus, dude. I'm, I've been thinking. I've been thinking about getting uh, getting like a little Xbox situation. I could, you know, you I'm, I'm, a, I'm either going to move from this apartment that I'm in now, or I'm just going to game 24 hours a day and kill myself. I tell you who's, I tell you who's really happy with their lives in terms of content creators, streamers. How do you know? How do you know they're happy with their lives? They're not happy with their lives. Look, at they get to play video games all day, dude. Nobody's happy. Anybody who's online, at best, they're bored. At best, they're bored. I think these nobody's online because they're people. happy. I think the TikTokers are sad. I think the streamers are happy. P, you know, Twitch streamers they they dox each other and they and they also SWAT each other. Like they'll call the SWAT. They team. SWAT each other. Yeah. yeah, the whole SWAT. How? What? What's happy and exciting about that? I don't know, but you got to be I'm online and have like eleven-year-olds call you names all day on the local improv. Uh, what on the local improv team? I'm SWATing them. You should, as you should. More people should be SWATed. I think that's a great idea, swatting the local improv team. I think that's amazing. We, we, the comedy community should adopt swatting. I mean, I guess they already kind of do because they cancel each other. Yeah. But, like, the, the, the streamers, I don't know, man. Playing video games eight hours a day, that does not seem happy. No, no kid starts playing video games because he's happy. When you're looking for, like, a digital escape <laughs> like that, you start forming, like, these unhealthy relationships with, like, animated characters right. and get, like, excited about a new game. Those people are, like, the least happy people on Earth. The happiest people are actually probably the people who live in those mobile parks in, in West Virginia where they, they can't even afford Wi-Fi, so they don't know any better. They just walk around, you know, like I did when I was nine, barefoot, eating grass. Those are the happiest years of my life. And you look back on those, those, those were fond memories. I often... Those were fond memories, the best, the best times. That and when my, my high school girlfriend... I made out with my friends on on a, at a New Year's party. And Dan, I'm I'm sorry that I made out with her. It wasn't my fault. She she was very aggressive. Um, no, she was. She was an insane woman. The thing is, I wish I were more dumb. I wish I were an idiot because idiots enjoy life. They wander around aimlessly and they'll buy the next new big product, all the McRibs back again. Oh, you know, I'm gonna go here and try the new. Quesarilla Dito, whatever, is that Taco Bell? I'm trying. Quesalupa. Okay, whatever. And it's got extra. Goddamn respect. It's got extra Cheeto cheese on it, and I can enjoy that. And, you know, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to watch stupid stuff on TV today, like cops, and just enjoy life. And I wish I were dumb. I wish I were dumb. You can be dumb, man. Just quit now. Just check out mentally. I think I'm going to buy a mobile home in rural Pennsylvania and make friends with an Amish person. Oh, I got a good. Okay, so we need to go to maybe, Lancaster. Maybe infiltrate the Amish. We need to go to Lancaster, Pennsylvania. 
It's it's actually it's actually Lancaster. It's Lancaster. You uncultured. It's you uncultured swine. Did I sound really country when I said that? You uncultured swine. I've been to Lancaster. My uncle lives in Lancaster. Is your uncle Amish? My uncle. My entire family's Amish. I mean, I'm. It's an Amish Catholic family. And uh, we're back. I actually swatted Dan. Uh, the police have come and taken him away. And now he's back. He's made bond somehow or bail, whatever the heck. I don't know how that works. But anyways, hey, so we were talking about your uncle in Lancaster, but I want to talk about how you're in Texas now and you miss yeah. New York because I'm currently in New York and you had a moment of nostalgia because an ambulance just went by or a cop, a cop car just went by actually to track down a murderer and you miss uh, New York. Yeah, man, I miss those sirens, dude. I mean, it's just the, the sounds of the city. You know, I'm in Austin, Texas, which... Austin, you know, I'm here for comedy. I'm not here to like run around uh, barefoot, wearing like a cowboy hat and pretending like I'm Johnny Appleseed or some shit, which is like what half the population here like wants to be. I think Austin and Nashville are two of the most potentially misunder. I would say I don't. Know, I was gonna say overhyped, but I think misunderstood might be the right word to use as like I have, a city i have because like a lot two of people, minutes about nashville i'm sorry i have like two minutes about nashville because it is christian girl vegas well yes 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 it's christian girl vegas it's a bachelorette party town and that's kind of what austin austin's very similar i mean the food is great the vibes are great the people are nice whatever so you come here for like two or three days you're like oh my god this is heaven this is incredible like this is what the people go there like on these bachelorette parties, whatever bachelor parties say, they're like, this is incredible. But then you live here and it's like, I don't know, man, the downtown is kind of gross. There's a lot of like, everyone looks like a GTA character. Right. People are wearing cloaks. You know, it's a, it's a, the downtown area. They block off the streets. So it's just one big massive party, which I don't, I don't fuck with, you know, when it comes to like living in a place, it's fun to experience. I couldn't live like that part of downtown, but I I like I like the uh, I like I like I I like like a city feel. Like I don't want the streets to be blocked off so people can run around and get fucked up and <clears throat> you know the street before. I mean, it is kind of cool and exciting. There's a lot of crazy shit going down there, but I don't know. I like I like a little little bit of. Order is not the right word, but I, I don't need a whole like, hey, we're going to go get aimlessly blacked out every single night vibe for the place right. I'm living in. You know what I mean? Right. I need a little bit of class. You know, like I'm not a classy guy, but like New give York, me like class, a class, Subway class. sandwich shop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Class, class, class in, in New York. In New York. Only in New York. Yeah. I'm not a classy guy at all. I, I, I eat at Subway like four times a week. I'm a piece of shit. But like I – uh. I, I, I like being able to sit outside and what people watch and oh, yeah. that type of shit I, I can't oh, do yeah. and like I can't do here. But who knows? Maybe I'd, if I moved back to New York, I'd be like, this sucks. It's horrible. I miss being able to eat vegan food truck food. You miss being know. able to touch grass. I don't know. Who knows? The yeah, I've been to New York. Grass. I mean, I've been in New York for like a week. Um, I I like it. I have no issues with it. I know people talk bad about it, but I haven't seen it at its worst. You know, I haven't been here in January or February, and it's awful and it's horrible. And I have I haven't been here for that. People people there. 
I don't know. It's different. It's different with COVID shit. I've been a few times since I lived there for a few years. And then I um, was there at the beginning of COVID, then moved back to Florida after my lease ended. You know, I'm from Florida. And I've been back a few times. The craziest shit is those outdoor eating venues. Like, I'll never, that'll never make sense. Like, that'll be something we'll, like, look, like, tell our kids about. Like, yeah, during COVID, they built these. You couldn't eat indoors unless you built your own indoors outside of your indoors on the street. It makes zero sense at all. But I, I have fond memories there. I, I you know, I've, you see a lot of cool things. I saw two homeless people having sex oh, that's outside cute. there. That's New York um, romance, one time. baby. It was, it was, yeah, no, it was a beautiful moment. I heard, like, the sound as I was taking my trash out one night and I turned, you know, to the right and I saw two things. I saw an ass and the whites of someone's eyes. And I ran inside. Like I witnessed the murder. <laughs> it was just, just two homeless people going at yeah. it. I mean, I assume they're home. I don't want to assume anything, but like it's midnight on like a Tuesday. We, I don't know. I, I, those were know? actually, those were actually artists. You were in Brooklyn and those were artists. Yeah. They, they, those, I, I was, I was interrupting a live performance. That was an art piece and you ruined it. That was an art. See, that's the thing. Like in Austin, that like would happen. It's kind of got that same bullshit Brooklyn like gentrified energy in some parts where it's like this is like so weird, and we're like in a Peloton store. Like, isn't this like such a unique like space? And we're in, like a Neiman Marcus. They're like, I love this cafe. What is it called? Starbucks. It's like none of it. It's all just kind of. There's a, there's a lot of that energy. Yeah. Obviously, there's the authentic parts, but I, there's a lot of the bullshit too but we'll see we'll see how it goes you know i it's interesting so far yeah well i hope i hope you get back up here in in new york and you hate yourself up here as opposed to hating yourself in texas i'm gonna hate myself anywhere which is a good point so i might as well do it in a place that i could appreciate i hope you hate yourself here and i hope to see you up here which means i hope that i get the job that i uh had an interview with the other day and uh well, we'll make some more we'll make some more content, man. But it's always a pleasure having you around. And uh, go ahead and, and plug whatever you need to plug, my friend. I appreciate you, man. Um, you could follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dan Man Carney. Yep, that's all you need to know. He's got 10k on Instagram now, which means he can do the patented swipe up. Yeah, I made it. I'm very envious. I might buy bot followers just so I can say swipe up for tickets. I yeah, like man, it. this is uh, this is it's the dream, dude. I've uh, I've hit the dream. I I can do a swipe up, so people can um donate to my bail fund. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for coming on, Dan. Man, it's always it's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, hope the best. I'll see you around. In the meantime, follow me Twitter, Instagram, Franco's World underscore. Uh, check out the show. Tell your friends about it. All that stuff. And I hope you all have a great day. See ya.